0: Good morning, this is Marshall Davis and uh, this is the fourth episode of Devotions for a Pandemic. The term social distancing has become a common part of our vocabulary these days, but if you're like me, you never heard of the term before this coronavirus outbreak, but now we use the term and hear it used nearly every day. It means keeping your distance. According to Johns Hopkins, my friend John Mulkey tells me is the best place to go for everything concerning this pandemic. This is what it means. Social distancing is deliberately increasing the physical space between people to avoid spreading illness. Examples of social distancing are staying at least six feet away from people, working from home instead of at the office, closing schools and switching to online classes visiting loved ones by electronic devices instead of in person, canceling or postponing conferences and meetings or doing them online. For those who have been exposed to the virus, you go a step further to self-quarantine, and for those who have been diagnosed, you go even further and it becomes isolation. What you may not realize is that social distancing has a spiritual parallel. I'm calling it spiritual distancing. There's a type of distancing that has a spiritual purpose as well as improving our mental and psychological health. You might even say that without knowing it, our governments, federal and state and local, have been giving us instruction in the spiritual discipline known as detachment, so much for the separation of church and state. Now, the religious term detachment sounds not so good. It sounds like you are emotionally disconnecting from people, like apathy or being uncaring or unloving. But that's not what the spiritual term detachment means. and That's why I think that the term spiritual distancing is actually better. We know that social distancing is not being uncaring or unloving. In fact, the reason we do it is out of care and love and concern for people. Likewise, spiritual distancing is not unloving or uncaring. It is better thought of as maintaining a balance in our lives that's related to simplicity. And there are three things I want to say about spiritual distancing. The first is the daily practice of the spiritual discipline of contemplative prayer and meditation. The Gospels picture Jesus often getting by, off by himself regularly for prayer. That's how important it is. And in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talked about going into an inner room or a secret place by ourselves and closing the door. And he says to pray to your Father in secret. In other words, at some point during the day, we get off by ourselves in a separate place, separate room to be alone with God. And when we are alone, we then go into ourself, into an inner chamber of our souls, the Holy of Holies, if you will, and detach ourselves momentarily from worldly matters. And we do this on a regular basis to keep balance between our inner and outer worlds, And then in meditation, we go one step further. When we are in silent contemplation, we put space between us and our thoughts and our feelings. We leave behind for a while all the noisiness and the clutter of our daily lives in order to be in touch with God and our true selves that are made in the image of God. Sitting alone in our room is no good if we bring all the noisiness of the world with us into that room. All that noise that's in our heads. We need to leave our heads, if you will, outside. Leave the inner noise and the turmoil. As well as the outer noise. And Then in meditation, not pay attention to the inner voices. Listen only to the silence. We place some inner and outer distance between ourselves and the world in order to be with God. The second form of spiritual distancing takes this one step further. Instead of just getting off by ourselves for a few minutes each day into a private room, we can also get away for a longer period of time and get further away physically. This is where the social distancing that... that, we are practicing these days that people are talking about during this coronavirus pandemic is very much like spiritual distancing. Jesus got off by himself into the wilderness for 40 days after his baptism. He put some social and physical distance between himself and others for an extended period of time for a spiritual purpose, just like we are doing now and social distancing, doing it for health reasons. This spiritual pattern that I'm calling social distancing became a movement in early Christianity, a a hundred or more years after Jesus when Christianity was accommodating itself too much to the culture and losing its spiritual focus. And so the so-called desert fathers and mothers in the third century went off by themselves to live alone in the wilderness. This is the origin of the spiritual movement of monasticism with, with its monks and hermits and the focus on solitude and silence and separation from the world. This is also the reasoning behind other religious groups like the Amish and the Shakers and the American Utopian movements. These attempted to find a balance between community and solitude between noise and silence, work and contemplation. We can practice this form of spiritual distancing by regularly going on retreats, often offered at retreat centers. Now we can't do that now, of course, but after the pandemic subsides, it's something we can consider. We can also do this by connecting to nature, by taking hikes and walks in the woods, or simply getting off by ourselves on a solitary retreat somewhere for a day or more. Find a, a cabin in the woods and rent it. I have done that often. There, are, there we learn the difference between solitude and loneliness. If we quickly become lonely when we are by ourselves, it means that we're out of balance. We have not spent enough time with ourselves or with God to feel comfortable. Explore why being alone makes you uncomfortable and you will learn a lot about your own soul. Going on a retreat like that, this even for a day would be a crash course in spirituality and there's no textbook required. The third form of spiritual discipline is the most profound and is the root and the goal of the first two forms. This is spiritual awakening to our true nature. This happens when we put distance between our false self and our true self. We have two selves. One is our social self or our psychological self, which is a fabrication created by us beginning when we are children and And as we grow older, we begin to mistake it for our real self. This fabricated self is how we connect to the world and to society. I call it the psyche from the biblical word for soul, Suke. Other spiritual teachers will talk about the ego. The Apostle Paul calls it the old man. Or sometimes the flesh, by which he is not talking about the body, but he's talking about the inner emotional and forces and physical forces. It's the human psychological self, what people normally understand to be their individual identity. There is another self. The New Testament calls it spirit and tells us that the Word of God can teach us to divide. The soul from the spirit, the psychological self, from the essential self. It is also called in scripture the image of God in us. This is our true self. Sometimes these two selves are distinguished as self spelled with a small s and s and self spelled with a capital S. Sometimes called the little self and the big self. ...or the mortal self and the eternal self... ...use whatever terms feel right to you, but... ...we are two selves. Spiritual distancing puts space between these two selves... ...so that we can see them clearly... ...and we can compare them. And when we do that, we realize that we are the spiritual self... And we're not the physical body or the psychological self. This is a spiritual self-realization. This is a spiritual awakening. And when we regularly practice this spiritual discipline in prayer and in meditation and other times in our daily life, then it becomes part of our Everyday consciousness. And then we can live our lives awake. Instead of in a walking dream state. Like we normally do. This is resurrection. This is salvation. This is eternal life. A life that partakes of the eternal. So these are three forms of spiritual distancing that we can practice during this time of pandemic social distancing. Uh, That's it it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for this week. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can find my blog, Spiritual Reflections, as well as a link to my books at marshalldavis.us. You can email me if you want. You can find my email address on my blog site. I hope you join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.